In this episode, we speak to Christina Sire Pedersen, the Executive Director of the Half Double Institute in Denmark. We talk about the development and implementation of Half Double. Christina explains the catalyst for creating the methodology and her mission to increase project success rates from the woefully low level of 35%. We discuss the conscious decision Half Double made to interview successful project managers and find out what made them successful so they could develop a new approach that includes some traditional project management tools and techniques, but not many. Christina wants the methodology to be a guiding star for project managers, as half double should be tailored for an organization's needs. She is very open to confirm it doesn't fit all projects, but is most powerful when used for product development and transformational projects, especially when the organization embraces the approach for all of their internal projects. As a newly appointed half-double director, Christina would like organizations to share their successes so more can adopt the approach. She believes it's particularly useful for time-constrained projects that could enable the world to deliver the green transition that we so desperately need. Listen to how your project can have double the impact in half the time. Welcome to this episode of Implementing Best Practice in Business. We're here to help you and your organization understand and implement global best practice to help you face the business challenges of today. Join me, Richard Farrow, CEO of APMG International, in talking to leaders and practitioners who have applied these frameworks and practices to boost their productivity. They're here, willing to share their knowledge and experience to help you learn from them so you can do the same to make you more competitive in today's market. My guest today is Christina Sir Pedersen, the Executive Director of the Half Double Institute in Denmark. Christina's professional career has been focused on program and project delivery in both the private and public sector organizations and in several countries. She's a true innovator in project delivery as the co-founder of the Half Double Methodology in 2014. For her work on developing this, Christina was awarded the internationally recognized Hamdan bin Mohammed Award for Innovation in Project Management way back in 2018. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. It's really nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Christina, clearly you were one of the innovators, one of the instigators of Half Double. Yeah. Yes. What was the business problem that you were trying to solve when you came up with the idea? I had been working in project management for about 15 years, I want to say. I'd been project director at uh, one of the government agencies. I'd been a project director in a trade union. And by then I was a project director in one of the biggest Danish medical device companies. And what I had seen throughout my career was projects and project managers trying to adhere to some project model, either something they had been certified in or some project model that the company had. And it seemed like the projects never really fit the model. And I had project managers come into my office. By then I was leading an apartment of about 20 project managers. So quite, quite a big uh, reach of senior and junior project managers. And I just saw time and time again, project managers coming into my office and saying, you know, this project 
I can't do it quite like our model says, but the next one, I'll promise you, I'll, I'll get to fit. And I visited another big Danish company. And on the way back to the airport, this was before Google Maps, though, just give you an idea of how old I am, or before it really became on everybody's phone, I got lost on the way to the airport and I had to stop and just, you know, call someone to, to help me get directions. And then suddenly it dawned on me, wait a second, what if the models are wrong? Why do we keep trying to take these very, very plastic, very unpredictable projects and put into a model that is basically trying to give us predictability? And what if we're trying to get something round to fit into something square? And I realized we should be doing something different. And I also by then have heard from many of my colleagues in the uh, project management um, industry that our success rate in projects were about 35%. No other industry in the world could live with success rates like that. So if we could just find something that would make it 10% better, that would be a huge contribution. And immediately on that side of the road in some woods in rural Denmark, I called up the other co-founder of this uh, methodology, Nils Arngott from the consultancy company, Implement Consulting Company. And I called him and uh, I told him, we should do something better. We can do better. And uh, I still remember him yelling at the phone. Now he's, he's a very direct, Gentlemen, I'll try not to swear on this show, but he yelled at me, that's an effing good idea. <laughs> you, you can remember a world before Google Maps. I can remember a world before Google. Yes. So, yeah. so <laughs> and that's how it? it got started. That's how it got started. So how did you then, as you got started with that, yeah, how did you get to this kernel of, uh, of half double to focus on three components, impact, flow, and leadership. How did you sort of synthesize all those problems, all of those things that weren't going wrong? And, yes. and by the way, I fundamentally agree with you. you know, how could anyone, how can a profession succeed on a 30, 35%, 40%, depending on what reference you look at success yes. rate? It is crazy. It's crazy. But, but but how did you get to impact, flow, and leadership as being the essentials? Well, it took a little while, as you can imagine. But what we did is so the, the three co-founders, me and, and uh, Nils and Michael, who are the three original founders, we got together in a room and we said, and we couldn't quite come up with exactly what it was. But what we did is we got everybody we knew that were sort of steeped in the project management community in Denmark, and we got them to appoint the best project managers. Who is it out there that somehow gets the projects done quicker, better? And, and we came up with a list of about 30, 40 sort of outstanding project managers. We didn't care what model they used or where they were. They were just 10 times better than everybody else. And we got them into a room and we interviewed them almost like, uh, what we experienced in the beginning, they couldn't quite explain. It's like, I do this and this, but it was like they lacked a word for it. They lacked a language. So we just kept on and on and, and observed them, talked to them, got them to tell small stories. And sort of we condensed all of that into what is it that they do that make a difference? 
And it was those three things that stood out. They focus much more on the effect and the impact of the project rather than just the deliverables. They are somehow able to create the um, feeling of flow. I always, uh, I'm a downhill skier. I always compare it with that feeling when you have, when you're going down a beautiful, you know, mountain in France and everything just works. The sun is shining and you're skiing really well and you can hear that swoosh of the, you know, morning snow and you're just totally in the moment. That's flow for me. And project managers that were able to create this kind of forward motion without even thinking about it, they had a great success. And then leadership. I thought leadership was one of the most undervalued disciplines in all the other project models I've been confronted with. Being the adaptive, present, uh, nice and kind leader. So that's, that's how the three elements came out through many, many meetings and talks and workshops with the best project and managers we knew. So, and sorry, then, Christina, for people who are, who are listening to this, and where did yes. the half double name come from? What does half double? Why half double? Because we thought we are going to set out a guiding star saying we want to get to a point where we can do projects in half the time with double the impact. I know that's an aspirational goal, but you know, if you don't if you don't aim for Mars, you may not even get <laughs> to the moon. So so that was the idea is we wanna give you give the project management community a model that will enable them to get to their results quicker and to get more impact. And you know, having read the, the guidance on half double, the the there's not many traditional project management techniques or methods embedded in it. The, you, know, you, you can see the concept of planning. You can see the concepts of budgeting. Was that deliberate? Was it deliberate to not pick up any of the existing tools and use them in the way that they're normally used, to just think about it totally differently? It wasn't <clears> – <throat> I wouldn't say it was deliberate. And I would say if you look at the method – we, we like to call it a hybrid project management methodology because there are elements. So when we started out in 2013-14, we had sort of the what we call traditional project management model. Many will yeah. call it a waterfall method. Maybe that's a little too simple, but let's stick with traditional project management. And then on the other hand, you have the Agile Scrum, the Agile Manifesto. It was just becoming a big thing within especially software development. And we looked at those and we were very cognizant of the fact that we didn't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. If there were elements in those two models that were good, we would like to embrace those. So for instance, if you look at impact, there are some elements of traditional project management planning. Like you do have mm -hmm. to define some deliverables to get to your impact. Some of the elements of flow are very much the same as in many agile methodologies. So we took them and we combined them. And then I think the leadership is sort of the newest uh, part of half double. So I don't think we deliberately wanted to do something different, but we knew we had to do something different because if you, I mean, isn't that definition of insanity that you do the same and the same and expect the different results? It certainly is. <laughs> 
So, so we wanted to take the best of the worlds that were already working and then add a new dimension and try to package it so it would be very accessible to any project manager and, and not, I, I think the record is that some, I won't name the names, but some project management methodology out there has a book of knowledge of 700 pages. I mean, you'll be lucky to get through 50 of those. So the idea was also we want something that's visual and something that's very, very easy to adapt. And and it's not just um, your your quotation around insanity. I think there's the Cobb's paradox, which was the guy in Canada who said, we know why projects fail, but we don't do anything about it. And clearly you did sort of grasp that nettle and you have done something about it. But but has it worked? I mean, I've seen some research papers and being research papers, you know, they can always prove that something was positive about what was done. But, you know, yes. what are clients saying about Half Double? You know, when they've been used in anger to, to solve a business problem, to deliver a business benefit, what is the feedback yes. that uh, that you're hearing from clients? The feedback is overwhelmingly positive. One of the things that we did also very early on is that we connected with the project management research community because we knew if we were going to have any chance of developing and diffusing a new project management methodology, we needed to have at least some scientific backing that this actually made a difference. And this is one of the differences to many of the other models. We've had a scientist sit next to us for all of the eight years, looking at every project we did comparing it with other projects in the same organization to ensure that what we did made a difference. And I think our numbers uh, speak for itself. Uh, it's about see, the projects that use the half-double methodology, on average, those that we've really looked at are 67% successful. It's not perfect, but it's a big step from 35. I think everybody can agree to that. Um, and the organizations that have used it, especially, of course, Danish organizations, because this model was first presented in Denmark, uh, have seen a great success, not on all types of projects. This, this methodology is, a, is at its best in development projects like product development and in transformational uh, projects, a new strategy, new product line, going into a new country, any sort of project. If you have a big project with lots of sort of material delivering, like building a bridge, I, I think some parts of the waterfall model, I would feel safer if they use that. So that's also, if I may make that point, we are not, we do not advocate that this model is the end all and be all of project management. We would like to be number one in coexistence. This model can be combined with other project models to make sure that if you have a big company with a big portfolio of different projects, you tailor your project approach that works the best on the projects that, uh, that you are executing at the moment. So we're not trying to be exclusive. We're trying to be inclusive. Interesting. I, I know you, you, you've done some work. You've worked in America. Is, is half double a Scandinavian idea that works well in Scandinavia because I, I don't believe in, in cultural stereotypes. I mean, I've traveled around the world like yourself and you know, mm -hmm. stereotypes are okay in on one level, but they very rarely actually appear in, in the real life when you're working with people. But 
Is it a Scandinavian approach that works well because people are more collaborative by nature, or does it work in in a more in other countries? As say your own experience of working in America, have you applied half double on on any projects in America? I have. I, I think I would say that what we have in the company that I've worked for recently is at least half double inspired. And I agree, you shouldn't stereotype. Nobody wants to be put in a box. I would say this probably this model has its outset in what I would call Scandinavian work culture. Mm. You know, a well-educated workforce with very low uh, uh, hierarchical distance. So in Denmark, you're almost expected to tell the boss he's an idiot once a quarter, right? <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be fired. And, and I think this this model may have elements of that that makes it very easily absorbed in those type of cultures. But what I have experienced, I've been training project managers in Eastern Europe, in North America, in China. And these type of models that ensure personal choice, that make sure that each employee is seen, appreciated, they appeal to humans in general. Hmm. You may have to add a little bit of explanation in other cultures because this may be a little bit Scandinavian, but I would think that this would appeal to projects everywhere. Hmm. I would hope. I think, as you say, for the for that type of project that you described, which is all about collaboration and engagement and and collective wisdom to come up with a solution and execute on it, I I can I can understand that, but. Within Half Double, there are a few things that, you know, when you read them for the first time, you have to think quite hard about, you know, how do you achieve that? You know, some of the concepts like, you know, a team member should commit 50% of their time to a project. You know, mm-hmm. some, some methodologies can be quite dogmatic that you, know, you must use this technique at this stage in the project or what have you. And, mm-hmm. you, know, you get your wrist slapped if you don't do that. But mm-hmm. is Half Double dogmatic or are the are the concepts like that 50% of your time are they recommendations it's a good question um i want to say they're mainly recommendation and that's why sort of if you look at half double our outer ring says local translation hmm. when we say in um our flow um toolbox that you should strive for co-location if you have a project group all over the world, that's probably not practical. So you have to find other ways of creating togetherness. However, there are some recommendations on the, especially the flow paradigm where we get quite specific, right? Quite, quite prescriptive. So I want to say you should do your utmost to live up to that because science tells us that um, if you are allocated to too many projects, you lose so much efficiency in switching time. And scientists at Stanford University have come up with a data that suggests that two projects per project manager or participant is the ideal number. And that is why we came up with a 50%. But hey, you know, 25% is also good, uh, but it's not as good as 50%. And... I mean, I, I can remember trying to execute a change program within my organization and no one wanted to lead it full time. 
because the danger was that if they came out of their line role to lead this transformational program, what would happen when it was finished? You know, where would they Mm -hmm. then go back to? So do you have any sort of pushback from team members where it's suggested that half of their time should be should be spent on this project that's going to have a relatively short duration, maybe four, six months or something? Or do people say, that's a great idea, you know, it will enable me to focus? You know, what what sort of reaction do you get? Is it the, I don't want to do that because I won't have somewhere to go back to, or that's the <laughs> best idea I've had because I can actually execute some some freedom and really get stuck into this project? I want to say I've had both reactions. <laughs> <laughs> as is always as the As is case. always the case. One of the things that we learned very early on when we did the pilot projects under this method is it's very hard just to implement one half double project in an organization that's not ready and not mature, because then you will meet those, I don't have anything to go back to, or why do I have to sit here two and a half days? I don't have two and a half days of work in this project. And we tell them, you do something else if you don't have anything to do, but you still stay in the room, all of those things. So we realize that you actually have to implement half double in at least part of an organization to get it to work so that everybody understands that being 50% on a project is not a demotion and it's not scary. Um, in my organization, which is a professional services company, we only have projects. So the question is not 50% in your line, 50% in a project. It's 50% on two projects. So we don't get that kind of scariness. We get people who feel relieved that they can focus on two projects. And, and they really enjoy that instead of being spread out. Even if it does add up in Excel, you know that five projects, 20% time looks great in your resource management system, but it doesn't work in the human brain. It doesn't work. There's so much switching time that you get really confused and your efficiency goes down. So um, I want to say I've had both reactions. The main reaction has been quite positive. And, and have the, the boards of directors that have embraced Half Double seen that beneficial change within their organization? Mostly, yes. I mean, it takes some time. Uh, as it does implementing any model or change. I mean, we, those of us in the project management community like to pride ourselves of being change agents, but we really don't like change, right? So (laughs) even if we're supposed to say we do, we don't. Um, So it, it does take a little while, but we've seen the greatest success in companies that embrace the half double methodology, either company wide or division wide. And we do see that uh, traffic now because uh, what project managers often struggle with is the active project ownership, that part of the model that says your project owner should spend at least two hours a week in your project and go down to the project group, go into the co-located room. And if you don't have an organizational setup that supports that kind of thinking, you're used to the usual, I'll have a steering group meeting, you know, 20 minutes every other month, and it feels like a firing squad. I've been in those kind of organizations. It's a big change on the C-suite level, and that does take some time, but uh, the organization will usually reap the benefits. Also in employee retention, that is one of the interesting things that we've seen is that, uh, which is not surprising, 
you get happier employees hmm. when you do this. Interesting. So you've just accepted the role as the director of the Half Double Institute. You know, so you come back to your roots now, thinking you know it it needs it needs some more energy within it to to help to move it forward. If we were having this conversation in say three years' time, in you know twenty twenty six. What would success look like for you if you were looking back over the three years between your appointment and 2026? Yes. I would love that this model, this project management methodology becomes a project management methodology used by many organizations in many countries and that we see that it has the effect on the project management community where we can get that success rate up. I think one of the areas where I'm dreaming this will have a huge impact is the whole green transition. We don't have a lot of time to um, reach our uh, targets on CO2 and, and other sort of green transitions, the green energy. We don't have a lot of time and we need double the impact. So if there was ever a time for a project model to come along to help that transition, uh, this is now. So my, my big dream is that this model could maybe help us in the transition to a cleaner, uh, world. That, 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 that's a wonderful ambition to have. I'm sure everybody listening to this wishes you every success in achieving it. Christina, it's great talking to you. Many thanks for finding the time for this conversation. And it will be good to come back maybe in a couple of years' time and track progress in help using Half Double to help change the world. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. And again, thank you so much for having me and, and, and letting me talk about this uh, subject that I'm very passionate about, I think you can tell. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We're always keen to hear your feedback and suggestions for future episodes. You can find all the information in the show notes below please visit apmg-international.com to find out more about our accredited training and the certifications that support them that are related to the topics discussed in this series. I hope you've enjoyed today and I look forward to you joining future episodes while we continue our exploration into best practice and the benefits it brings to global business. Thank you.